Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello all of you beautiful people. Jules here for whatculture.com. And I think it is a bit of an understatement to say that there are some people out there that are absolute uber fans when it comes to certain films. So much so that occasionally a few of them group together to do fan edits of their favourite flicks to, um, air quotes, fix problems that they thought were in the originals. Some of them were good, some of them were very questionable and bad, but most of them were very interesting nonetheless. So let's take a look at them as I'm Jules, this is WhatCulture.com, and these are 10 movie scenes that fans tried to fix. Number 10. Superman's first flight gets more colour. Man of Steel. Now one of the most common complaints about Zack Snyder's Man of Steel is that it's got a pretty washed out colour palette and was very strange for a project that was focused on one of the most distinctly colourful superheroes ever. And so numerous budding video editors have made attempts to adjust the movie's colour timing to enhance the crisp reds of Superman's cape and basically raise the brightness of the general picture several steps. And did it work? Well, pretty much. Now of course the editor in question is limited with what they can work with, so there are some moments where the image appears oversaturated, but these fairly basic colour tweaks largely make scenes like Superman's first flight feel so much more full of life. Whether this more vibrant aesthetic fits the tone of Snyder's story, and whether it'd be appropriate to actually recolour the entire movie, however, is an altogether different conversation. As an exercise implicating fans who love Snyder's imagery but loathed his colour grading, it's a solidly successful effort. Number 9. Jar Jar Dies During the Waterfall Deleted Scene Star Wars Episode 1 The Phantom Menace Now Mike J. Nichols is, 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 is the Phantom Edit is one of the most famous edits and say it with me kids of all time a comprehensive retooling of Star Wars Episode 1 The Phantom Menace Now Nichols's cut severely reduces exposition political discussions kid-friendly goofball humour mentions of midi-glorians and yes even the presence of Jar Jar Binks but perhaps even more famous is a deleted scene which was reportedly also re-edited by Nichols, which depicts Obi-Wan, Qui-Gon, and Jar Jar escaping by being thrown over a waterfall. The sneaky re-edit of the scene, however, never has Jar Jar escape from this, causing him to fall to his death, and alongside this, he lets out a satisfyingly obnoxious death scream as he does so. And did it work? Well, killing off a cutesy character like Jar Jar doesn't really suit the movie's tone at all, hence why it likely didn't appear in the Phantom edit proper, but it is nevertheless an ingeniously seamless reworking of the deleted scene. For what is essentially a fun gag, it's exceptionally well executed. Pardon the pun. 
Number 8. Venom's voice gets a menacing retweaking. Spider-Man 3. Of Spider-Man 3's many, 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 many disappointments, nothing left fans crestfallen more than the film's depiction of Venom. In addition to director Sam Raimi reducing him to a generic CGI slathered monster, Topher Grace was also totally miscast as Eddie Brock, from his wiry frame down to his totally non-threatening and not even remotely menacing voice. But in an attempt to fix the supervillain's vocal register, this edit runs his voice through a digital filter, in turn making him sound decidedly less human. And does it work? Well, absolutely. Venom immediately sounds so much more like a creepy alien other. It's such a simple yet effective edit that it's actually frankly embarrassing that Raimi didn't think to do it himself, because the theatrical version, well, it sounds pathetically mild by comparison. Number 7. The Bilbo Smaug confrontation is structured more like the book, The Hobbit, The Desolation of Smaug. There have been numerous concerted efforts to de-bloat Peter Jackson's The Hobbit trilogy by removing the excessive subplots and ambitiously even trying to combine the three films into one more manageable single movie. But perhaps the most intriguing single editing project pertaining to The Hobbit is this bold attempt to restructure the confrontation between Bilbo and Smaug at the end of the second movie movie, The Desolation of Smaug. The recuts scene truncates much of the film's third act down to a mere 13-minute sequence, which holds on Bilbo and Smaug rather than continually cutting away to other characters, while also re-editing the dialogue to match more closely to Tolkien's book. And did it work? Absolutely. This keeps the focus trained more intently on the encounter that audiences actually care about, and effortlessly cleaves away a lot of the guff present in the final movie, leading into the Lake Town sequence which kicks off the third and final film. Number 6. The Martha scene is no longer a total joke. Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice Now, Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice is a movie rife with problems, but no single moment has been more ridiculed than the laughable scene where Batman decides not to kill Superman because he realises their mothers have the same name. Or rather, Bruce realises that Clark has a mother and therefore appreciates that he's more than just an otherworldly alien wrecking machine. Except the tone of the scene is a massive directorial misfire, and by rushing through the drama so quickly, Snyder did a massive disservice to arguably the movie's most pivotal moment. So it was only a matter of time before enterprising fans tried to repair Snyder's damage, and in this case, the re-edit employs flashbacks from earlier on in the film to crystallise Bruce's mental state in the moments before he agrees to spare Superman's life. It's intercut with some of Alfred's poetic dialogue and Hans Zimmer's surging score from The Dark Knight Rises and ditches Bruce's laughable scream of, Why did you say that You know what, it's a little clumsy in places, especially with some of the heavy-handed use of flashbacks, but you know what, this edit is certainly less silly and more dramatically effective than what we got in the final film. But I do have to admit that using that Zimmer score is a bit of cheating though, even if it does fit incredibly well. Number 5. The gas station scene ditches the goofy humour. Terminator 3 Rise of the Machines Terminator 3 The Coming Storm is a 2008 fan edit of Terminator 3 Rise of the Machines, which attempts to remove most of the goofy humour from that film and make its tone more consistent with the first two movies. A perfect example of this occurs during the re-edit of the infamous gas station scene, where the Terminator robs supplies from the station's convenience store and tells the clerk to talk to the hand. It's uh, pretty cringeworthy, to say the least. 
So the Coming Storms version of the scene cuts off Arnie's embarrassing quip and also removes the awful music. And does it work? 100% of course it does. Now we have a much shorter sequence that feels far more in step with the previous films, efficiently revealing how Arnie acquires his new sunglasses and how the police end up on his tail once again. And there's nothing to wince at here either. Just to-the-point storytelling which moves us closer to the urgent chase movie atmosphere of its predecessors. Number four, the iconic match cut matches perfectly. 2001, A Space Odyssey. There's no match cut in the history of cinema more iconic or memorable than the jaw-dropping one from Stanley Kubrick's 2001, A Space Odyssey. At the end of the opening Dawn of Man sequence, a bone flies up into the air, and as it spins, Kubrick cuts to a similarly shaped spaceship floating through space. It's a perfect embodiment of man's journey from discovering its first tool to harnessing spaceflight. And you know what? It's absolutely breathtaking. But some have taken umbrage with the fact that Kubrick doesn't match the cut to a precise one-to-one between the position of the bone and the spaceship, prompting fans to, well, fix the scenes themselves. And functionally, yes, this re-edit does work, though many Kubrick fans have also criticized it for being too safe and predictable, something few would ever accuse the filmmaker himself of being. Number three, the corny cop dialogue is cut from the Tumblr chase, Batman Begins. So let's address the elephant in the room. Batman Begins is a fantastic movie with a few rough-around-the-edges moments. The brilliant Tumblr chase, for example, is marred by the needless inclusion of cornball dialogue from the Gotham PD police officers, something which Christopher Nolan seems weirdly obsessed with across the Dark Knight trilogy. But it's never more present or more irritating than in this case, where the cops are constantly undercutting the tension of the scene with their lame-ass wisecracking. Thankfully, this fan edit removes all of that silly cop banter while also making the more questionable decision to trim the chase down from five minutes to just one and a half. And does it work? Well, yes and no. The dialogue removal is pretty much perfect while keeping the spine of the scene intact, but so many great action beats have needlessly received the chop. This results in a scene that feels a little far too busy for its own good, while lacking the same urgency of Batman's race to save Rachel as is present in the final cut. Also, the replacement musical score does not fit nearly as well. Number 2. A Modernized Reshoot of Vader vs. Obi-Wan Star Wars A New Hope There has never been a more impressive or ambitious reimagining of an iconic movie sequence than Fix It in Post's take on the iconic lightsaber duel between Obi-Wan and Darth Vader. The visual effects outfit decided not to simply recut the sequence, but spent two and a half years reshooting new footage to be integrated into that fight, while also adding in extensive CGI to blend the old and new footage together in a very convincing manner. The overall goal was to create a lightsaber battle more consistent with the more frenetic recent lightsaber battles that we've seen in the franchise, given how sluggish a New Hope showdown seems by contemporary standards. And does it work? Well, with almost 14 million views on YouTube amidst six months after its release, and with 635,000 likes, this scene clearly went down a treat with the Star Wars fanbase. Though the visual effects are undeniably imperfect, and that's just me being very, very nitpicky and critical, it is nevertheless a stunningly committed effort to respectfully update the original scene. But, you you know what? At the end of the day, it cannot and should not replace the original, of course. I think that goes without saying, but it can stand as a tantalizing alternative. It's superbly executed considering the price point, if not entirely aesthetically consistent with the rest of the movie. 
And number one, the opening scene is recut and rescored. Halloween Resurrection. While most of the scenes on this list are good, or at least harbor a certain potential, our final entry is a deeply terrible scene from a deeply terrible movie, and one which a fan hoped that they could reshape into something, well, a little less terrible. Halloween Resurrection is the eighth and by far the worst Halloween movie, made no clearer than in its hollowingly awful opening sequence, where it's casually revealed that Laurie accidentally killed a poor hapless paramedic instead of her murderous brother Michael Myers. The scene, of course, ends with Laurie's infuriating death, which was retconned, along with most of the series, in last year's new movie. But this edit focuses on trying to tidy up the long sequence ahead of Laurie's demise. The goal was to strip away the silly humor present in the final movie and amp up the scare factor when Michael arrives, while also rescoring the sequence by using the music from Halloween 4, The Curse of Michael Myers. And does it work? Well, there's no undoing the silly of the opening twist or how terrible Laurie's death is, but this lead-in at least cuts a lot of the excess bloat and focuses on establishing a creepier mood, which it absolutely does successfully. There's no fixing Halloween Resurrection, ultimately, but the new musical sections are a huge improvement, and much of the goofy ick of the original cut is at least nowhere to be seen. And so a one-star opening is elevated, well, to a two-star opening. For a film this horrendous, that's honestly quite the achievement. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.